Buddy, to the one and only Big Dog Show. Of course, I'm your host, the one and only Big Dog himself. And, you know, as I used to say in the past, and I'm going to continue to say it here in the present, that, uh, you know, um, often imitated, but uh, I'm the real deal. You know, I'm the real deal. I know that uh, when we launched the Big Dog Show back in 2008, and uh, it went for quite a few years, you know, there were a lot of people trying to imitate what it was that I do or what I was doing. And uh, there is no substitute. You're listening to the, the real thing right here, right here. But thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. I've sent out a lot of invites to try to get a few more uh, people back you know, into the listenership, the dog pound. That's what we call it. So when you come over here and you're listening to yours truly, it's the dog pound. Let's remember that. We have a lot of fun with that. What am I going to talk about on this edition of this show? Well, a lot has happened since the new year, right? Am I right? Give everybody a second to just think on that. You know, I, I mean, a lot has gone down. It's continuing to go down. And as I've said, you know, in the write-up about the show, you know, there's going to be times I may get political. I may mention some things or I'll go on a tangent. But, you know, I'm really going to try to keep that under control. I'm really going to try to uh, keep it in a, in a, in an area because the main thing that I want you to do when you come to this program is to have fun. I want you to have a laugh. I want you to have a good time. Um, you know, we, we may in the future, uh, have a guest on that, you know, we'll talk about, you know, a little more serious and in depth on the, like I said, the things that have transpired in the last few months. And if you're listening to me on this program, this edition, uh, the date today is the 14th of January to 2021, 2021, and uh, this will be up for probably a good week or so before I do another uh, episode. I'm going to try to do these weekly, pop them up once a week. If I don't, you know, hang in there. Uh, I can assure you at least two a month, okay? I'll try to get these to these once a week. What? Well, I'm, you know, it's, I'm busy. You know, you're busy. I'm busy. Uh, and in order to produce this, I've got to take time out of other things that I'm doing. 
But uh, again, enough about me. I know I always turn the show into, you know, everything about me. But uh, again, crazy times, right? Just, you know, I, 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 I don't have a lot of faith, but yet again, I do. I know that's confusing. You know, you can't have it both ways. I mean, maybe you can. Maybe you can be somewhere in the middle uh, with your with your faith that things are going to work out. But, you know, in the long run, as I said, you know, many times in the past, and I, I will continue to say it, that, you know, uh, some of these people on the left, not everybody, okay, before any, anybody gets in a tizzy, you know, not everybody, you know, not everybody who's a Democrat, not everybody who's a, a real liberal, okay, not this new anti-American, you know, uh, hidden Nazi version of of uh, liberals. And I'm sorry, you know, they're the first ones to yell at any of us who are slightly conservative or have different I- opinions or ideas uh, that that's what we are. But it, the, the, the reverse is the truth. Um, but not all of them are, you know, out of their minds, crazy, nuts. Uh, you know, I have quite a few friends who think on liberal lines and you know, I don't always agree with, and you might be one of these, and I don't always agree with mindset and some of the things that are, are you know, shared. But at the same time, I can still find a place to get along. You know, uh, it, it, you know I, I only turned into what I've turned into here in the last couple of years, which is I don't know that I want to go and, hey, get, here's my forgiveness. Um, let's have unity, even though I'm a guy that preaches unity. And again, if I get off track or if I'm confusing anybody, I apologize because I may be all over the place uh, today with this this discussion. But again, I'm not trying to be political. I'm just sharing, again, my opinion. I own it. It does not reflect anybody else's opinion who, you know, on the network here. It's just mine. It's Big Dog's opinion. And uh, my thought process and my thought process, you know, obviously is conservative in many ways, but liberal in other ways, too. Um, I will not be a libertarian. Uh, there's reasons for that. It'd take too long to go into that discussion. But needless to say, I know there has to be certain things in place to continue to operate as the United States of America. Okay? we You can't have communism operating here. You cannot have socialism operating here as well. You know, there are programs uh, in the social sphere that are they're great ideas. They look great on paper. Socialism itself, if you were to look at it, honestly, uh, talk to any any uh, neutral college professor. I better throw that out there who will tell you the truth. OK, and he'll he'll point out that on paper it looks great. But in practical use, it's not because it's always taken advantage of and it always turns into what you've seen in how many years. Russia, China, you know, countries in South America, it, it turns into totalitarian rule. And uh, it's just it just doesn't work. Um, But, you know, I'm a guy who believes in God, country and family. And you don't have to believe in in God. I'm okay with that, too. Uh, But I'm again, I'm just speaking for myself. But I think the fundamental things that that created this nation need to be held dear. Again, this is just big dogs opinion. They need to be held dear and they need to be respected. You know, when people come here from other countries, that's a lot of the things that they're looking for, which is religious freedom, freedom of speech. They come here to, uh, you know, try to live the American dream. I know a lot of people think that's dead, but it really isn't. You know, opportunity is out there for any of you that want to take advantage of it. 
And, you know, not everybody is going to succeed. That's also a fact of life, which a lot of people just can't handle. And uh, but you can still find a comfortable place uh, to do some of your dreams or to live some of your dreams. But you have to go out there and make that for yourself. You got to go find it for yourself. You know, there's opportunities in this country, and that's why a lot of folks still come here. I know there are some that come here to undermine uh, this, but, you know, the 99.9% are here because they believe in what it is we've created. Now, before anybody gets all crazy, let's understand this. I, I will often talk very truthfully about the fact that the United States and how we have grown as a nation, we have black eyes over a lot of things that we have done, and we have been horrendous about it. Uh, it it's there. It's the history. It, it's what made us. It's it's how we, you know, act now as to where we've been in the past that is the foretelling, you know, uh, model, I guess, of continuing forward to succeed as a people and as a nation. And unfortunately, there has been this weird thing that's happened in the last 20, I guess, maybe less, Maybe maybe 15, okay, maybe 15 years. Um, it's really hard to gauge because I was seeing things of this nature take place right after 9-11. You know, people had short memories, and I started watching things creep in, a lot of other things happening on the side and background. And I was foretelling a lot of things to a lot of friends that I have now sat here and witnessed come to fruition. And I'm sad about that. I'm very sad about that. You know, uh, when the BLM thing started, I knew what that was about from the start. I knew where that was going to go. Uh, you know, the Antifa thing was always horrible and horrendous. You know, these anarchist groups and these people, um, you know, it wasn't that long ago that they showed their face at, you know, not only internationally, but here, you know, in Seattle a few times uh, in, the, in, the, in the near past. So, you know, I, I saw these things. I saw these things creeping into these campuses. Uh, I watched you know, during the, the early 2000s, you know, that a lot of these professors were out here indoctrinating the some of these, these students into thinking just just crazy things. And if you were to look at the logic, now, now bear with me, you don't have to agree with everything I'm saying here, and that's okay. Um, but from what I watched go on, uh, you saw them slowly just indoctrinated into, into things that logic can't even def define you can't even define some of the thought processes and the lack of instructional history you know real history um it, it, even looking at the world with these rose-colored glasses off is almost an impossibility for some of these these people now it's not just the young folks i know that is the big majority but you know i see older folks out there you know uh, around my age group, you know, in their 50s, I'm 58, uh, in their 50s, and I see them even older. You know, some of those are the leftovers from the hippie generation who continue to buy into this communist socialist idealism that they think it's, it's you know, that's what's going to be right with America and everything going on right now with capitalism, free market, uh, things that are working are just wrong. They're, they're terrible. You know, they've they've gone out and uh, preached uh, all this hate and this anger and this this dis dissolution and you know disenfranchisement, if you will, uh, of being an American and just how bad America is and how terrible it is when really it's not. Are there are there those of you listening to the program right now that can agree with that? 
Let me give you a second. Can you agree with that? I would hope there's a majority of you out there that agree with that. This is a great country. You know, um, we we set out to do the greater good, and even not not only for our own citizens, but for other people across the world. You know, other nations. Um, you know, being that this is a, a constitutionalized republic, not a democracy, again, if you don't understand that, go look it up for yourselves. I'm not going to sit here and become your college professor. That's not what the big dog does here. But it's the truth. And to look at where we are, what we've done, we know that we have done, again, we've had CIA sticking their nose in things. The FBI is a damn joke. They're a damn joke. Now, I used to, re I used to respect you know, the FBI on a whole, but watching again what's taken place in the last couple of years. Um, and I'm not talking about all the agents that are out there on the street, you know, and, and some of the uh, other agencies. I'm talking about some people who have been in large and in charge, uh, you know, leaning to the left and just doing horrendous uh, things, lying and making up dossiers. Again, let's not get on that, but it's the truth. I still respect the hell out of law enforcement. I support the blue line. I always will. That's one thing you'll hear on this program a lot. Thank you, uh, all you men and women out there in uniform. And that's across the board, firefighters, EMTs, you know, police officers, nurses, doctors, anybody who's out there doing community service, um, whether you get, you know, a paycheck or not, it's not, it's beside the point. Uh, all our men in uniform, I also thank. I know I veered left a little bit there, but it's a great country, folks. And to watch the things that have gone on, Man, I shake my head, and every day, you know, how many times do we have to see that stupid witch Pelosi, and I'm sorry, that's how I feel about her, um, you know, how many times do we have to keep watching her just act out and just say the, the dumbest things or say one thing and lie, you know? Joe Biden is no better. He's no better. Has, has everybody forgotten you know, when he was exposed for all the lies about all these colleges he said he went to, being the smartest guy in the room. Go look it up on YouTube. That video is out there, out there for everybody to see. And he continues to lie. And I will, this isn't just me copying a meme or something that's been said. It's, it's an honest fact, folks, that this guy has been there 47, 48 years in, in office. And what has he done substantially that has made anything better? And I, and I, def, I defy anybody to show me one thing that he's done that's been positive, that's helped Americans or America as a whole. One thing. One thing. There's, there's nothing. Uh, you know, this nut is now screaming that he wants to go and, uh, you know, take on the NRA and, you know, he's going to take your guns. First he said he's not going to. Now he's, of course, right back on that bandwagon. Uh, I think the guy's dementia-ridden. I think he's a, I think he's a, a high-end criminal, just like the Obamas and the Clintons and everybody else who's in that, that basket. And, uh, again, I didn't mean to get too, so political here, but it's a reflection. It's a reflection on what we've watched go on. We had a president who suffered the most abominable behavior and trashing and name-calling. Um, I've had people in my own family, you know, recite back to me all the media you know, banter. And I asked that family member to bring up the proof, show me the proof. Um, and I want to make this clear. 
There's one point that I could give a crap less about his locker room talk about women or anything else. Now, you're, you may get angry at me. Some of you women may get very upset with me. But it's, it's not the fact that I don't res- respect women enough to say that that was bad. But, you know, from time to time, we've all, men, we know we've done it. We know we've said things. I don't know that I've been that crude or said something that crude. But did that make him terrible for the job? Did that really make him, you know, a person who wasn't best to run the country? No. He just said something stupid. He's bragging. He's saying dumb shit. And that's where it should have been left. You know, he wasn't putting stains on anybody's dress in the White House and acting out with cigars, okay? And look how he kept his presidency. And everybody just went on like everything was honky-dory and lied under oath. So, you know, the guy... Wow, just the amount of hate and the uh, things that came at him. And before he was president, none of that ever occurred. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you people on the left ever bother with him and go after him before like you did this time? Because you know why? Because he wasn't the president. He, he wasn't cleaning the swamp. He wasn't, you know, getting after you guys for, for trying to insert a lot of ridiculous things or pushing back on the socialists and the communist ideals that everybody was wanting to, you know, push into our, our society. Uh, and these people on Capitol Hill over there, you know, with their hands, you know, in the pockets of uh, people over in, in China. Uh, let's be honest about that. So crazy, crazy. So I'll get off that. Again, a lot of that has to do with the reflection of what we've watched go on, you know, and then trying to say that they want to impeach him again when he had two weeks left. Just, the, again, the insanity, guys, the absolute insanity, you know, uh, this crazy woman uh, holding up, you know, the relief package, being caught on 60 Minutes when she's called out, lying again about it, but when she absolutely came out and said, I've, I've seen her, her do it on video, uh, that she was waiting for the election, and that's why she held back. Now, come on. God almighty, the crazy times we're living in, huh? God bless America. I, I, we, we need his love and his blessings, and we need people out to you that listen to the program. And again, if you have a difference of opinion, I'm not going to call you names. I'm just saying I, I cannot wrap my head around a lot of liberal, and I don't know that it's true liberal ideology. I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I think sometimes... And again, if this offends you, I'm sorry, but it's a majority of what I come against is just things that do not logically play out in the world of reality. You know, I could I could take something and put it in in some of these folks' face and present, uh, here's the proof you wanted, it's right here, uh, it's irrefutable, and they were still going to find a reason to jack it. So, you know, I can't, I can't. Um, and again, I'm not here to make enemies or offend. I'm just here to share my opinions. You know, yours truly, big dog, one and only opinions, my own. I own them myself. But, uh, you know, I believe in this country. And let me let me make this clear, too. And I think maybe a lot of you feel this way. I might be speaking for you. If I do, I apologize. But here's how I feel. I, I, I love this country. I love the United States of America. Absolutely. Unbettered. Um, I respect that flag for for the obvious reasons of of why it's there. And that doesn't mean I always have to like my government. Everybody everybody follow me there? 
I, you can still love your country. You can still love the Constitution, love the ideas behind it, you know, even some of the processes when they are being used right and it works correctly. Uh, but you don't always have to love the people running the government. You don't always have to trust the government. You know, George Washington, uh, if you really read up on him and read a lot of things that he said about his fear uh, for, you know, a government ever becoming large, it's not the job of the government to take care of us, folks. It's, it's there to protect us, absolutely, by, you know, con helping to control our military. Uh, it, it, again, it would go into a whole lecture process. You know, they're there for us. They work for us. They're there to keep us safe. They're not there to take explicit care of us. They're not there to keep handing us, you know, money and medical things and program. I mean, it, the insanity of that thought is that we want to rely on them. That's where you fall into the trap. And that's not what it was designed to do. And I, I don't want that. I don't want that. So, like I said, I love my country. There's times I can't stand the operations of the government because you've got idiots on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, and other people out there who are in other parties, too, who don't always get it right and or they're crooked. I admit that. We've got crooked people in Congress and in both parties. It happens. And uh, there's a lot of things that go on behind the doors uh, that we're not privy to. And I will tell you that I think there are times that we don't need to have our nose in, in all the business that goes on. I don't think everything that's going on uh, with our military and the government and some of the things that are happening, uh, do we earn the right to have transparency uh, cast upon that? And we need to know everything that's happening. Um, it, that sounds terrible because you say, well, Dan, you're, you're you know, you're, you're opening this up, uh, you know, uh, to uh, just saying, well, that's okay. They can go out and do all these black op things and, you know, do dirty things behind the scenes and not be held accountable. No, that's that's not really what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that, you know, uh, when you do find out things in the aftermath sometimes, I, I've sat there and thought, you know, we would have been better off really not knowing kind of what was going on background and we know what the end result was was going for we we know that it made things more secure and and guys i got to tell you and some of you folks who listen to the big dog here and your military people and you know where i'm going with this uh sometimes you got to do some ugly things in order to achieve good uh sometimes you have to do bad things in order to win peace and to do the greater good you do now that sounds terrible but it's but it's an it's an honest truth. It's the honest truth. And I I think by you know the information age that we live in, which is great for doing what we're doing here, you know, um, but with news, like when the worst thing we ever did when the Gulf War and, and all that other stuff took place and, and embedding all these reporters, that was the worst thing we could have ever done. You know, it was one thing to have reporters on the ground in, in, you know, World War II and Vietnam and some of the other wars that we were involved in, uh, you know, because you had correspondents and they didn't always paint the, the patriotic picture. They were there to show you the facts, but they were not privy into, you know, all the operations being there video, you know, videoing or filming every little thing that goes on because some of that can be detrimental. And we saw how that went, too. So back to, to my point here is that the way things have gone in the last, uh, you know, since New Year, last couple of weeks and the last few months, even with the stolen election. And I said it and, you know, it's true. Uh, I'm sorry, but this was a rigged election. 
Uh, I still can't believe what's going on with that too. That's a whole nother show, but, uh, where are we going? What's, what's in tune for us, uh, for the future. I want you guys to think on that and I'm, I'm going to stop being serious. We're going to have a little fun and frivolity here. I, I try to on the show. Well, I do. I try to, I try to, uh, sometimes I try not to insert so many dad jokes, you know, like, have you heard the one about red China? Have you, have you heard the joke about red China? Well, it looks great on a white tablecloth. Okay. I I hear the crickets. I hear the crickets. I know. I know. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Uh, stay tuned for more. Hey, stay tuned for more with me right here on the Big Dog Show. We'll be back for more right after this. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built my life around you Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive.
right here on the Michigan Podcast Network. I forgot to mention that uh, starting off in the program. You're on the one and only Big Dog Show, but right here on the Michigan Podcast Network uh, on our own webpage now. How about that, huh? Huh? And uh, very cool because we have a ton of other programs here. Uh, this is the, you know, the webpage that you're on right now, or, or maybe you're listening, uh, to this on, you know, the red circle player, uh, up on the Facebook page, wherever you're at, uh, do me a favor, come on over, um, you know, to the webpage there, the Michigan podcast webpage. Uh, I would love to see you over there. We got a player, uh, we have other programs on, on our Michigan podcast network, such as the SMP paranormal show, the, I want to believe radio program, Fear of the Mind Radio, uh, The Truth of the Matter. Yours truly hosts uh, a couple of these shows uh, or co-hosts with with a few people. And uh, Truth of the Matter and, and, of course, Factor 69. Now, we used to call that the Factor. And I realized that that was a Fox thing. Um, and so I've redesigned it, Factor 69. 69, you know, ha, ha, ha. A little dirty snicker there, dirty snicker. Um, that's exactly why I put it in there. I thought it was kind of funny. But that show is really a mix of different, uh, you know, might we might have uh, show hosts, DJs. It doesn't matter. We're going to have a lot of different people in on these talks. And it's just going to be a free-for-all. You know, we just talk about whatever. We all share opinions. Might even get heated. You never know. Uh, but at the end, we say, hey, we're all still friends. And, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. But uh, check us out. But thanks for joining me here. I want to give a shout out to DC Smith, my good buddy out there in in, in blue, uh, keeping you know keeping his community safe. Thank you for listening and being a fan, and doing what you do, my brother. I really appreciate that. And again, all of you in law enforcement. Now, I, I respect the hell out of you, you men and women. Uh, you know, every time you put that uniform on, you're not sure. You're not sure what the night or the day or your shift uh, beholds in front of you. You know, anything that you think is routine sometimes just is not. And uh, it's a tough job. And I, I appreciate you being out there looking out for my safety and keeping me safe. If you are not a person who believes that and you, uh, you know, you have other thoughts on that, then this show probably is not going to be the show for you to stick with because I am not anti-police. I am pro-police. I know there are bad apples in every kind of career that's out there, not just the police, you know, and anything. And if you can't understand that, and I know that you, well, if you have a job, uh, if you have a job or you've worked someplace, and those of you that do work, you know the same for where you work, too, and your company. You got a lot of good folks, and then you got, you know, a couple here and there. They're just the, the assholes. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, thanks for listening, you, you, you out there uh, in the blue. I appreciate that. Keep yourself safe. Um, you know, some other uh, fun things that we, we do on the show, and I, I think that we, after we've gone into this first, you know, 20-something minutes before we took our first break, going to try to keep them down to 15, but, you know, big dog's motor mouth. You know how that goes. I mean, let's be honest. I love hearing myself talk, and I, and I know you love hearing me, too. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? What? I, I'm just being honest. Um. So uh, as I go along, we, we reach a segment in the show. Um, I usually try to keep it for about the half hour mark, but, you know, we want to start this second show. And I call this show number two because show number one, I don't know if I'm going to be able to recover it because, you know, we've changed Podbean uh, hosters. So um, point is, 
we have a special treat for you ladies out there. Uh, we've reached that time in the show uh, where you are able to, if if you're in a place where you can do this privately, I don't suggest this at work because, you know, uh, <laughs> your boss and your coworkers may frown on, on you ripping your shirt off, uh, you know, and taking off the bra and letting the ladies out to breathe and dancing around uh, with this special tune. And I always call this, you know, giving the ladies a break, you know, um, my wife is the mama cat has described to me so many times what it feels like sometimes to have that bra on. And so we designed this when I first started the show to have you ladies have fun and explore, um, you know, and, and this is for anyone. It doesn't matter what size, if you have some or not, um, you know, I'm not going to go into that detail, but, you know, take your shirt off, let, let, let your chest out, let it breathe, dance around, have fun. Uh, this is a by Joe Walsh, and, and uh, I got permission from Joe years ago, 2008, when I started this program. I uh, sent him an email, and I got a response telling him I'd like to use this on the program, and he loved it. And uh, he even listened to one or two of the shows, and uh, that's a fact. And I uh, thought that was really cool, and we still have permission to use it till this day. So here we go. Uh, ladies, this is your turn to get up, get on your chair, get on your desk. If you're at home and the kids are in the other room, close the door. Or if you're at home by yourself, listen to the big dog. And, and guys, you, you know what? If you want to do it too, hey, hey, I, I'm equal opportunity chest chair, okay? I mean, I prefer the women, obviously, but, uh, you know, take it off. Dance around with your top off. And here we go.
See, wasn't that wasn't that fun? Tell me it wasn't fun. And there's going to be times where I insert music, which is coming up here in a second. Even though I know we've taken a break, we've now done this. That's a big part of the show, too, is music. We've got a lot of great music. Uh, uh, again, I wanted to mention uh, something that I didn't want to forget for the end of the program. You're going to be able to hear this broadcast also, I'm, I'm hoping, eventually, over at Rage Radio, uh, which is Bruise Radio. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to find a home for the Big Dog Show over there. But we've been handed, regardless, we've been handed a lot of music from bands that are out there who are known or uh, trying to get known. And you're going to hear a lot of that music on this program. So without further ado, here's some of our new stuff right here. Take a listen. Have some fun. We'll be back for more. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. How the story goes She's a brick house. Yeah, she's not too much. Just 
like an Amazon Okay. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. As I said, you know, you got a lot of independent artists, uh, you know, uh, offering up their wares. And uh, some of it's a little hard for me, which you will hear on the program. And there's a lot of uh, stuff that I find, you know, really interesting, fun and, and easy to listen to. Uh, you're going to hear some of the classics on here, too. You know, uh, you know it is what it is. We, we try to shake it up here at the Big Dog Show. We really do. Um, we have an email that I'd like to share with you guys. It's called the Big Dog Show 1963 at yahoo.com. Okay. Uh, I would like you to send me show ideas, uh, maybe topics that you would like to talk about. Guys, gals, whoever's listening to the show out there, you dogs and you sexy bitches. Well, of course, you're all sexy bitches to me. Um, you send in your, your requests, what you would like to hear, even music. And I will make efforts to include you into the program here at the Dog Pound. You are vital to the show. You know, you guys are in the Dog Pound with the big dog, and uh, I want to hear from you. So that is the Big Dog Show 1963. It's all one thing, the Big Dog Show 1963 at yahoo.com. And, and send me your questions. Send me your show topics. Uh, you know, in the past, uh, we had a habit of taking left turns. Uh, you're going to hear my... Hopefully, my old co-host, uh, the dog man himself, um, come on, and we will always have fun with left turns because you know we could we could be having a, having a very innocent program going along, and then something is said. I may make a remark or a joke, uh, or somebody else might who's on the program at the time, and uh, the left turn is harsh, uh, and you got to go with the flow. Make sure you got your seatbelt on because. We can go along nice and everything's happy. We're having a great thing. And then now all of a sudden, it, you know, it's taking a left turn. What do I mean by left turn? Some of you who are new to the program. Well, it's, <laughs> it could get filthy at the drop of the hat. Okay. It could go into a discussion that some people may, you know, uh, blush <laughs> uh, a little bit by, by hearing what's discussed. You know, we've had a lot of fun things in the past. You know, we talk very openly here on the Big Dog Show. You know, sex is a, is a fun topic. Beer is always a fun topic. Boobs, always a welcome topic. Um, you know, uh, as are our charities. I want, I want you guys to know, too, that, you know, we're going to keep the tradition in the Big Dog Show. Again, getting back to the original formula here, that we're all about a few of the charities that are dear to my heart. Um, number one being cancer. You know, uh, I look at doing some future shows where we're going to try to get donations from you guys uh, to give to the, the uh, you know, American Cancer Society and or locally here uh, to my cancer center here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And that's where my show is based out of. Uh, either way, you know, we, we, we give money to cancer charities. The second one that's dear to my heart uh, for many reasons is the Great Lakes Burn Camp for children and young adults. And if you go online and click on the Great Lakes Burn Camp, you will see that they offer uh, several different seasons of camps for burn survivors. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing that they do uh, for these these children and young adults. And uh, Mike Longnecker is a guy that I've been working with on this for quite a few years. Uh, him and um, 
Dean. Uh, we do a we didn't weren't able to do it this year because of COVID, but we do a and a party. Uh, an 80s party, which is one of many 80s parties that they put on. But we do one at the Emerald Theater in Detroit, uh, usually. And, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 just for that one event uh, that we raise. And I'm there with my Ghostbusters, you know, of Detroit and Kalamazoo and other Ghostbusters from around Michigan, um, the special guests. And, and we raise money for that great, great, great thing. Uh, you know, the summer camp is here in my town. And we always escort the kids uh, in our couple of our Ecto mobiles that we have, uh, our Ghostbuster cars, and we take them to camp. And it's just a great thing. Uh, another one uh, that's dear, uh, near and dear to me, of course, folks, is the uh, autism awareness uh, campaign. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, that speaks for itself. Uh, I've got a, a niece and nephew who, you know, have this and they are very functional uh we have a a very close family member to the big dog show uh, i won't mention her name but uh, her and i used to run live radio one together and of course her son is as uh, uh you know uh autistic and uh he is just a just a wonderful kid love him to death so that's a dear one and of course i i didn't want to leave out here uh last but certainly um you know it's certainly certainly uh is not least uh, here on my charity uh, mention, is that we we always try to do a lot of hospital visits for the kids in the pediatric wards, and so we do uh, children, you know, Bronson uh, Children's Hospital, and we take quite quite care in gathering up, you know, gift bags, uh, stuffed animals, toys, coloring pages, things that we can give the kids to take their mind off their illness. Uh, why they're in the hospital. And, and unfortunately, you know, the sad aspect is some of these kids don't come out. Um, you know, they don't go home. So we go up there, we try to brighten their day as Ghostbusters. So, you know, you, you'll you see that on the Michigan podcast page as well. Uh, you know, ways for you to, um, again, get involved. Uh, real quick, I know I'm going on and on. The HRC, which is about, you know, fighting against homelessness. Uh, if you do me a favor, go to HRC. Kalamazoo, and you will find a link to all the HRCs throughout the state, and I believe they might be nationwide, but it's basically an organization that's fighting homelessness, and we don't want families, people, individuals, anybody on the street, okay? Uh, we, we really do our best to be part of that every year uh, as well. So, um, you know, uh, veterans, uh, man, I almost left that out, and, and please forgive me, but uh, we also... Uh, advertise and we do a lot of charity work and um, fundraising uh, individually and then we send in you know our our things but we will talk about it on the program quite a bit uh, again because I'm pro-military pro-veteran uh, is the Wounded Warrior Project we are really really um, a big part of that at least in my organizations so that's that's it okay so those are charities I've mentioned them all if you didn't catch them all please rewind this go back write them all down uh, I know that you can't give exuberant amount of money, but you know what? Five bu bucks here and there, a dollar here and there. I don't care what it is, even 50 cents. It helps. Okay, it helps. Even let's say you have your own web page. You've got a Facebook page. Go on there and mention those and uh, put them up and do us, do us a favor. Help us out. Without further ado, we're going to get into some music because I've talked my fat mouth off long enough. Uh, enjoy this. We'll be right back. And we're back, and I am waiting on some snow here in Michigan. I want to tell you what a crap. Well, 
those of you listening to me in the north of Michigan, you guys have, I think, done okay with the snow. But anything below Grand Rapids, if you know where Michigan is, uh, man, we've been starving for it. Uh, we did get a white Christmas, uh, you know, if you can call an inch on the ground, if you can call an inch significant, ladies. Huh? See what I did there? Um, you know, that only counts in snow, okay? The only time an inch looks good is when it's an inch of snow. And the crickets. Okay, so, um, no, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. We're, we're, we're told that we're supposed to be getting some weather tonight and weekend. You know, I'm one of these crazy nuts here in Michigan that uh, the big dog loves snow. Uh, I got also, you know, it's been a while since a lot of you caught up with me. Some of you know me quite regularly uh, through other things. But, you know, I've had some surgeries and things, and I got, you know, neuropathy and a lot of things happening, um, which you would think that, man, you would think you'd want to go to someplace warm and not have to deal with it. No, 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 no. Nothing could be farther from the truth, my friends. Okay? I like the snow. Um, if I can muster 20, 30 minutes of hiking and walking some trails in it, I will. Um, I like cold. I like being out there. The only thing that really bothers me, to be honest, I mean, the foot pain's always there, but the the only thing that's ever bothered me and still this day is my hands. Um, I'm a glove wearer, and uh, I see a lot of guys that, you know, I, there's some tough sons of bitches out there. I tell you, tow truck people I've seen until they start handling the chains and whatnot, but you know, I see a lot of guys out there that can do that in the winter. I don't know how the hell you guys operate and do that, you know, with your pudgy workman hands. I don't know, man. I, I respect it. I really do. Um, but I can't handle the cold with my hands. That's the only thing that bothers me. So, you know, I always get a good pair of gloves, try to keep my hands warm. But uh, I like the snow, man. You know, when winter's here, I want to see winter. I actually don't mind driving in it. I actually get a thrill. Um you know, filming my adventures, which I've done in the past, uh, in blizzards. If, 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 I mean, I'm not talking putting my life in danger, but you know, it, bad weather does not scare me. And I, I like driving in the winter. Uh, this is why I have two Jeeps and, you know, we got a Pathfinder. All, all three of our vehicles have four wheel drive. You know, uh, it doesn't do a lot of good on the ice. I know that, but I drive slow, you know, when there's ice. Just saying, those of you who are confused, let me give you this big dog bit of advice that because you have four-wheel drive, that doesn't mean shite when you're on black ice or ice, okay? So slow the F down. I can't tell you every year how many times I see these knuckleheads. I mean, big Suburbans. I mean, big ones, too. You know, big, even trucks. And they're like, ah, I could do 70. I know it's a blizzard and we got ice conditions. It's okay. Right? <laughs> and I and, and inevitably come up on them and they're in a ditch. They're on the off ramp. They're, I mean, I've pulled people out every year. I did last year with my little Jeep Liberty. Uh, it's the one I'm giving to my daughter. We got a 2007 Jeep Liberty and I pulled cars out of ditches with that thing because of knuckleheads, you know, but I like the snow. I thought it was a fun topic, you know, share with me, send me a mail. Tell me why you don't like the, t tell me why you don't like the snow. I will never live in Florida again. I'm going to tell you that right now. The big dog, not a fan. Uh, you know, I, I lived there for a couple of years in Bonita Springs, which is in between Naples and Fort Myers. Look it up. I mean, it's pretty far south. And, you know, you think you understand humidity. I thought I, you know, it, even years later when I moved to Atlanta, Atlanta has a lot of humidity, but the Florida is nuts. 
Okay, where I was at, it was nutty. Um, I didn't even like going to the beach, which I love going to the beach in the water. You know, the water's like 80, 90 degrees, <laughs> you know, and then you're out there baking. And, the, you know, I it just, it, it's fun to visit. There's a lot of fun things. I mean, Disney was cool. There's a lot of, you know, things to see there. Uh, I'm not saying I won't go and visit. I just won't live there. Um, you know, I lived out west in Tucson, and I loved it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's hot, but it's a dry heat. That is, that's the truth. It's not just a joke. And we had winter, you know, it'd get cold at night. I learned a lesson a few times on my motorcycle wearing shorts, like a net wit in winter, like, oh, it's 90 degrees today, you know, and then night hits and then it goes down to about, you know, minus 30. Uh, so, you know, you get snow on the mountains, so on and so forth, but, uh, send me your comments about why you don't like snow. I want to hear from, and I'll read them on the air. Like I said, you guys send in some some comments about anything that we've discussed on here. Send them to the Big Dog Show 1963 at yahoo.com. And uh, I'd love to hear it. But, uh, you know, I used to love going to a place here called Echo Valley. And uh, I know it still operates and you can rent toboggans. They have toboggan shoots. Oh, so much fun. Ice skating, I don't do that anymore uh, due to my knee problems and, you know, my leg issues and my spine issues now. But um, I would tell you in the day, I loved it. I played hockey and I uh, loved going there and ice skating and just I skate. I, we would go there about 12 and leave at 7, 8, 8 o'clock at night. And I'd just skate all day, uh, have dinner there and whatnot. Never skied, not a big skier. Uh, but I like, you know, I like going there, visiting, having a, having a brew or a warm coffee and watching people ski. Uh, that's kind of fun. Again, I enjoy snow. I'm sorry that may, some of you may think I am absolutely nuts, but I grew up in the, in the state of Michigan where we've got a change of seasons and you know, I'm a Michigander. This is what I grew up with. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it enough to move away because again, I lived out of state on and off for several years. Uh, in Arizona, I lived in Florida for a short time. I've lived in Atlanta for, you know, a short time. And when I say short time, we're talking between six, seven, nine years each, each time. So, you know, I've, I've had a difference of climate and, uh, I came home to be close to family, but I missed, I missed my change of seasons and fall is another one. You know, that's another one I'm absolutely in love with. And, uh, you know, the colors, if you're here in Michigan, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not. Maybe, maybe in your portion of the states, uh, you know, where you're at in your state, uh, you get fall and you know what I'm talking about. You know, the leaves turn color and you got that nice cold, brisk air. Uh, maybe the sun lights out, nice warm cup of coffee. You just take a walk with your dog, um, you know, or maybe you get, you got a cabin or a property and, uh, you're able to go out there on a, on a nice, you know, early Saturday, Sunday morning, peace and quiet, enjoy the fall colors, uh, the smells, you know. Uh, pumpkin, everything. And I am one of those crazy nuts that loves pumpkin spice. Not in everything. Trust me, I've tried a lot of things. Uh, I do like the pumpkin spice creamers and stuff for coffees. Um, and a couple, a select few things here and there, but not in everything. But, you know, you got things that happen in the fall. And, of course, Halloween. Um, I used to say it was bittersweet for me because that's when my father passed away. Um, but that's always been... My number one favorite holiday, well, it's number two. My number one favorite holiday is Christmas. And it's not because of the gifts. Let me, let me, let me, let me share this with you. So I understand the, the real idea behind, you know, Christmas. Uh, even though the dates aren't correct, blah, blah, blah. We can get into the whole thing about that. 
I understand, you know, about baby Jesus, the, you know, the star of Bethlehem, all the stuff, uh, whether you believe it or not, I enjoy that story. I enjoy that feeling. I wish everybody who turns into these, these angelic saints, not everybody, but the majority of people, it's all about sharing and love and being with family. And that's what I love about Christmas. I could give a shit less, excuse my French there, le shit. I could give le shit less um, if, you know, I ever got gifts. I always enjoyed those as a young man, but, you know, my mom, God rest her soul, if she's still alive, she'd tell you. You know, they would give me money for Christmases, and I would go and spend it on everybody else instead of myself. So, again, I'm not looking for accolades. I'm just saying that's that's my mindset. I'm all about being with family and, you know, seeing the Christmas lights. And, uh, you know, that's why I want white Christmases, because most of them as a child, again, we know that weather has been changing. Don't get me on that. Don't get me on climate change. Um, anyway, so that's what it means to me. It's my favorite time of year. Um, New Year could give a crap less. Again, you know, I just could give a crap less. But Halloween, Halloween, you know, being that I'm a paranormal investigator too, I know a lot of you know that for real. Um, I've always been in love with the universal monsters. These are things I grew up with. You know, we had our own local creature feature. I know a lot of you who I'm aging myself, a lot of you who are in my age group probably remember a Saturday creature feature, um, you know, and monster movies, the costumes, you know, it was that time of year to just just let loose and have fun. Never did anything destructive, but, you know, we always had a great time. So, you know, I, I love Halloween. It's, uh, you know, it's a time for spookiness and I don't know, there's just so much to it. Uh, you know, there's been one or, excuse me why I throw up in my mouth a little, geez. I uh, had some coffee earlier, <laughs> kind of not sitting right with the big dog here. I apologize. You had to hear that. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, there were a couple times during that season in Halloween in the past that we've been able to go out as our, our, our group, the Southern Michigan Paranormals. Again, look us up on Facebook. Well, don't look us up on Facebook. Uh, you can look us up on our webpage, the Michigan Podcast Network, and or www.paradashnow.com. Okay. Um, we, uh, you know, we were able to do investigations on Halloween night. I mean, how cool, huh? You go ghost hunting on Halloween night. What a more, what a more appropriate time, right? Um, what I've been doing the last uh, few years, uh, and I had done ghost tours in the past in Howell, Michigan, but as of the last four years going into five, uh, I've been doing ghost tours at Henderson Castle. Uh, again, look them up. I'm giving shameless uh, <laughs> ads here. I, I have no shame. Uh, go to hendersoncastle.com. Okay. And you can come to Kalamazoo if you want to meet the big dog, uh, and, uh, come here and do a, a historic ghost tour, have a dinner and, and, uh, you know, go on a tour of the castle with me. It's from six to 9 PM. And I give you a lot of cool things to hear, look at, see, and of course, experiences in the castle itself. So, Please come on over. I'd love to see you. It's worth the travel, I promise. And if you tell me ahead of time you're coming, and you tell me the date that you book, give me your name and, and you know remind me. Um, I'll take you on a private tour after all said and done as well. We'll even go over to the cemetery um, and do some things. So let me know, right? Let me know. But 
back to what I was saying, I like change of seasons. I, I want some snow. I'm sitting here just like, where is the effing snow? Oh, it's just frustrating, you know? You're one of these guys that likes it, you want it, and then you don't get it. My life story. Huh? Huh, fellas? You like it, you want it, you hardly get it? Anybody? Any Anybody? What? It's it's a joke. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I know. You've heard enough of me. We're getting down towards the end of the show. And before we end this, we're going to play a little bit of music again. Please stay tuned. I'll be back. I love this crowd. We love this place. We love this crowd. We're going to go back in time a little bit. This is our second album. That's like, that's like 12 albums ago. Had my share of trouble. Had my share of pain. I picked myself up so many times. Been knocked down again, but one thing I know. One thing I found. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't keep a good man down. I want a lot of money, baby. Right now, I can't read the dime. Had myself a real good job. Now, all I have is time, and I don't worry.
And like that, I'm back. I don't I don't really go anywhere. Let's be honest. I don't go anyplace. I, hey, we're going to take a commercial break, and I sit here. I sit here. I give a pause. I may turn off the mic. I may not turn off the mic. You know, this is, this is the life of actually doing things in a recording studio. You know, it's uh, you don't really go anywhere. But I, when we say we're back, that means we're back on air, I guess. I guess that's what, what that means. But, uh, you know, I want to thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Big Dog Show right here on the one and only podcast, Michigan Podcast Network. The Michigan Podcast Network. Type it in. Look it up. Find us. Uh, there's lots of great programming on there. There's a page dedicated to the Big Dog Show there. Uh, if not, you can go to our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, put in the Big Dog Show, and you will find uh, me over there. And, uh, again, you know, operation of the show is not to go out here and just start arguments to, to really offend anybody. I'm just sharing my opinions, okay? And you could think I'm full of poop just like the next guy, which I probably am. I mean, you know. You were talking to my wife. And just, what? So, you know, it, it, I, I come out here to talk, get things off my chest, have a little fun, share a little joke or two. You know, we had our moment for the ladies and the guys. It depends on what you want to do. And I want to make this very clear here at the end of the program because I didn't at the beginning. But all are welcome here. I, I, I don't say things, you know, in a fashion to, like I said, on purpose to go out and offend. Um, my purpose here is to just, again, voice, just have a voice, uh, have some fun, shout some things, say some things, share some music. Hopefully we've shared more laughs than anything else and not to take everything, everything that I say or share is so damn serious that we can't have a laugh at it, but everyone is welcome here. I don't care your sexuality, your religion, uh, your preference of this, that, or the other thing. Hell, if you're even liberal, communist, and you want to come over and take a listen uh, just to hear me shoot off at the mouth, hey, come on over. But if you are easily offended, if you are easily offended and you don't like the things, that I, 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 I don't, I could care less. And if that's if that does offend you, then then go somewhere else. You know, again, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but at the same time. I don't want to sit here and suffer people that come to the program and not knowing what, what it's really about. Um, you know, I'm about the main thing that I'm about, and you hear the big dog talk a lot about, is God, country, and family. And uh, those are what I stand on. And I, I love everybody. I really do. I take people individually, even though I make comments about people on the left on occasion, but I would still have to meet them individually in order to judge. Okay, big difference. and. I, I I accept everybody. I really do, unless you give me a reason not to. You know, if you're anti-police, anti-America, you know, anti-religion, if you're anti-anything that in a fashion to where you just got to bully and you got to be terrible, I don't want you here. And other members in the doghouse also do not want you here on the program. But other than that, you're welcome to be here, and I want you here because you're all sexy bitches to me, and I want you to take care, be safe, have some fun. Check in with me again on the next edition of the one and only Big Dog Show right here on the Michigan Podcast Network and Rage Radio. We'll see you then. You guys have fun. 